0: Good evening and welcome to 3AM Thoughts. I'm your host, Riley Bird. If you're new, follow links.birdflock.com for all your notifications. That's l-i-n-k-s dot b-y-r-d-f-l-o-c-k dot com. If you're already in the Birdflock Flock cult, make sure to spread the word and leave a five-star review wherever you listen. All right, let's get to it. It's that time, the Yule Tide season, so let's chat about some of my former lovers so that you can have a chuckle over some eggnog or your holiday choice of beverage. I don't know how I've gotten an episode on two holidays in a row, but here we go, you lucky ducks. As a side note, I am working overtime for both the Bird Flock and Dirty Folkers that listen. I have released a bonus episode to patreon.com forward slash D-I-R-T-Y-F-L-K, Dirty Folk, where I have a holiday enema, as once again, I must remind you that I am an irredeemable pervert. So first, let's talk about the twin. So, no, he's not actually a twin, but we'll get to that. So, a bit of background. This guy resembles like a B-movie Adam Levine stand-in. And because he had dark brown hair and symmetrical features, my Puerto Rican roommate's girlfriend insisted that both he and my roommate were doppelgangers. He was, and I, I mean, I presume still is a bartender, And we kind of bonded over our night shift schedules. Now, my investment in this interaction is purely sexual. I am being the absolute worst version of myself. I essentially do not want to be contacted by this man unless I'm about to get my back blown out. Which quickly became almost never. Like, this guy insisted that he didn't want anything serious and I'm like yep no problem loud and clear that's that's the deal right like it's it's three o'clock in the morning like we're not we're not like crafting together dude like my whole deal is you call me and then I come over and we fuck and then I leave and like go do other shit but I think that this is like you know a thing that men in their 20s do where they're like lonely but they don't like they don't want to be blamed for leading a girl on so they say shit like this where they're like I don't want anything serious and then they proceed to like contradict every single thing about that statement with their actions which if I were a more feminine chick I feel like that would have gone like really bad and I would have hung out with that dude for like months and then been like so like what are we because like you introduced me to your mom and like I mean, I feel like we're hanging out like seven days a week and like, you know, like, are you my boyfriend? Like, what is this? And I think most of the time it's one of two things when that happens. It's either the girl, like, just wants the title and is like, am I your girlfriend or not? Because, like, I need to know what this is so I can, like, prioritize other things in my life. Or she's got, like, another dude on the line and she needs to see if she needs to, like, ramp up those investments. Like, are you going to commit to giving her the attention and the time and all that stuff? Or is she going to have to, like, bait another hook? Do you know what I mean? Which, like, I don't think there's anything wrong with either of that. Um, But I also understand that, like, people get really nervous being honest about their intentions. Because... This guy did not take it well that I told him that I just wanted to have sex. I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, like, obviously, like, obviously that's what I want. And he's like, oh. And I'm like, dude, why are you, like, upset? Like, you just, like, point blank to my face told me that you didn't want a relationship with me. And now you're, like, bummed out that I don't want a relationship with you. I don't want a relationship with you because you just seem like you don't have your shit together. And, like, that's not a trait I value in a man. I'm chaotic. I mean – Not as chaotic, I think, as I could be. But I need someone that's going to establish order. And you have nautical tattoos, so you're clearly not the guy that's going to, like, right the ship. You know what I mean? So the reason why, despite several factors that should have limited this interaction, it continued to persist, was that I was, you know, gearing up to be a stripper. And, like, I think he was – probably one of the first people that I told my intentions to be a stripper. I think he has like a sister or something that did that. She like got big fake tits and she like does the whole stripper thing. And he's like disgusted by that. So he's like, yeah, I mean, if you want to be a dumb bimbo for your life, like that's your business, but I don't vibe with that. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, that's, that's fair. Like, obviously you have a negative experience and I'm definitely, you know, not the poster child for being, you know, exactly what people expect when they meet a stripper so like I get it but also dude like then why are you being so butthurt that I don't want to like hang out and snuggle and stuff like if if your rendition of my actions is me being a bimbo then like you know play the game bro so due to me being completely nocturnal at my very core um this will continue to crop up like People are like, oh, Riley, like, why don't you just like hang out with a nice guy that like works at the bank or like become friends with like a barista or something? It's like, uh, fuck no. First of all, I'm waking up when these people are like going to bed and I'm going to bed when these people are waking up. So never shall the two meet. I mean, except in the summer when I like fully just abandon sleep to do outside things because it's warm and nice and I'm probably a reptile i just i prioritize being warm and sunning myself on a rock but i also would like to sleep upside down like in the darkness completely that's like two of the most important things for me so that does severely limit the available mates and friends i can acquire and here's why The limiting of sexual interactions between species capable of breeding due to seasonal or other timing differences is known as temporal isolation. So what that means is that if I am sexually active at night and somebody else is predominantly sexually active during the day, the likelihood that the two of us will get freaky is significantly lower than if that timing schedule uh, overlaps. A natural example of this are cicadas. Yes, there are multiple species of these screaming nightmare bugs. But because one species, the Magicada septendecum, likes to sleep in. And that means that they'll never get freaky with the other versions of cicadas. Now, at the time, me and Adam... I just I simply refused to alter my perfect sleep schedule to meet a daywalker, which led to the worst camping weekend of all time. He wanted to head up to the mountains and I spiritually am a mountain man, so of course I packed all of the camping essentials and he packed an acoustic guitar. So I thought, "Oh god, he's trying to rom-com when I'm trying to action adventure." But no worries, you know, Guitar is a pretty sure bet for sex because every no, everybody knows that guys learn to play guitar for sex. And then he took me to a spot that is, quote, unquote, his ex-girlfriend's favorite place. So he, like, orchestrated a run-in with his ex-girlfriend. And I'm like, ooh, I know why she keyed your car now because you are petty. Uh no sex the whole trip. And I like made a fire. I pitched a tent. I like, you know, figured out the whole camping situation. No sex. Only car sing-alongs. And I'm thinking to myself like, all right, benefit of the doubt. Like maybe this guy is just the type of dude that does not like to be dirty. And I get it. Like, maybe he is intellectually a freak, but he just, like, can't stand the idea of having, like, fluids on him in the wilderness. And I get that. Then we return to civilization. Still no sex. Although I did catch an actual snake, which was pretty dope. Then when I get home, my roommate is, like, teasing me, which he's like, oh my gosh, it's like looking in a mirror. And he's like, Going back and forth with this dude, which I'm like, (laughs) this is not the vibe. First of all, when I'm complaining that I just went on a camping trip and did not get dick from the guy that supposedly looks like you, perfect opportunity to make a pass, but missed opportunities, gentlemen. Like, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. This guy, uh, Adam, wanted an emotional girlfriend and clearly not my nympho self. Although, great taste in comedians. Uh, definitely check out Louis C.K.'s new special because uh, I fully agree that that guy is one of one of the best, like, stand-up comedians of this generation. Now, another thing I'm noticing is that in my stats on guys, I've definitely hooked up with an alarmingly high number of sad, artsy musicians. And honestly, my first boyfriend being a depressed bassist probably set the tone. Which I get. Like, how often is he getting blown in wild places now? I get it, bro. But like that number would go up if you got swole. Don't believe the dad bod propaganda. It ruins your dating average. I like fully. Yes. Maybe you'll find like a handful of girls that are like, I love dad bods. But overwhelmingly, like the numbers don't lie. If you take care of your body the amount of women that want to fuck you is significantly higher. So don't believe the propaganda. Um, Run through these thoughts, and I wish the best for you. Also, something like five years later, I hooked up with his friend who was a singer. But, you know, it was specifically to hook up with a girl and not to hurt my ex-boyfriend's feelings. So if he had presented an opportunity for me to fuck a girl, then he would have been the guy that, you know, got that crown but he did not and i mean the second time i fucked the singer he just requested an encore performance so what was i to do got to give the crowd what they want and why of all of these guys is it like 98 percent white guys who have been in bands because geographic isolation my ideal man is an asian guy and i have had exactly zero that have been interested in me while i'm single This is through no fault of their own, as I've never lived in an area where I could meet Asian guys. In fact, I'm wondering if the whole 21-plus culture of places like Vegas are designed to protect Asian men from dating sex-fiend white chicks from rural Idaho, because that was definitely a limiting agent to me going to Las Vegas. Apparently, if I had visited the Midwest more as a teen, I could have skewed that average in my favor. So geographic isolation is basically when geography cock blocks you. For example, there are cougars in the northern United States, and there are Florida panthers in the southern United States. And because of the barrier of mountains and rivers, they couldn't fornicate. So the government stepped in to revive the dying lineage of the Florida panther, and Without this intervention of humans, this mid-tier cat would no longer exist. This is probably one of the worst inhibitors because over time it leads to a less diverse genetic pool. So when musicians tour and fuck groupies in new areas, this is actually nature healing. Hello, my bird flock. It's time for a fabulous flock fact. Beluga whales have developed strong foreheads, which they use to ram into, and break ice from below in order to get to the surface for air. Hopefully this helps you break the ice at your holiday party. You can get more flock facts and see me lewd and nude on OnlyFans.com forward slash Riley Bird. Again, find more nature facts and see your favorite horny slut at OnlyFans.com forward slash R-I-L-E-Y-B-Y-R-D. Now back to the show. So back to geography. Um, I'm essentially banned from both coasts. Uh, The West Coast, I am especially banned from, as in major metropolitan cities, in areas where small women especially are discouraged from open carrying a weapon, that's probably going to be a no for me, just on crime rates alone. Maybe it's an Idaho thing, but people are just more understanding and polite if they assume you have a weapon on you. And as I don't have a massive cock, I think I'll probably stick to having a gun. Plus, I'm a workaholic, and the clubs on the West Coast have a disproportionately high number of women that don't shave and have neck tattoos. So culturally, there'd be a bit of a ravine. And as far as the East Coast is concerned, uh, my Co-host on The Dirty Folk has assessed that if I were to visit the East Coast without an entourage, I'd likely be a sobbing mess and booking a flight home day one. Although, I'd likely just integrate with a guido and spend the entire trip sucking Italian salami and eating pasta. I do think that the aggression of East Coasters would make me a little bit more submissive, but I'm probably defiantly stupid enough in dangerous situations that I'd, I don't know, I'd probably be okay. I've never been in a physical fight in a club scene, so I'm pretty much batting a 1,000 there. So despite the large number of Asians on both coasts and in the Midwest, I am from the least Asian state in the United States, being that there are less than 3% of Asians in the whole of Idaho. The least gay and Asian state, Idaho. <laughs> so... What I would have expected is more Latino guys to be in the mix, just from raw numbers, uh, but actually, Latinas are my best dating pool. Isn't that ironic? In fact, I used to deliver to this Latino guy in my apartment complex, and he was so fucking fine. I was extra dehydrated about him, and i he was never interested until I moved out of that apartment complex and got a boyfriend. So some advice I got this week was to not be so goddamn thirsty as men view this as a trap, which is odd to me because I view it as being more direct. Like, women love being told they're desired, so it stands out that a guy would love to hear how I'm, like, lusting after his cock. Field tests have found that to be wholly ineffective, however. One system for disrupting geographic isolation is the U.S. military. They just love to scramble the servicemen throughout the nation, and that's how I ended up shagging nearly every branch of servicemen. Coast Guard, tough luck. Even then, still no Asian guys or even Latinos. Although, can anyone explain to me how I attract black guys that are into race play? Is that just like a petite white girl thing? Because no one's ever explained this to me, and it happens way too often. So to the guy that taught me how to call squirrels in the park, that's something that you could probably adjust for your first date checklist if you're having, you know, less than optimal odds. We loved all of the same music and movies, but that race play thing was just a little too much for me. So back to the military, because I definitely made a lot of mistakes dating that—I want to say lieutenant. I think it was a lieutenant, but I have— like a very childish grasp of military rankings. So if that's not your rank and you happen to stalk me, I apologize. I am not real clear on what your position was. For one, I had no idea how much shit-talking the boys do when you're in the service. So dating an ADHD Nympho College student was probably pretty hard for you to deal with. Because when we started dating each other in the summer, it's like the perfect time to date me. It's warm, I have golden retriever energy, and I love to go wherever. Secondly, it's very low responsibility in the summer being that, you know, by design, all of my commitments end up being in the winter or spring. Which for him meant tons of hiking and sex. Because sex is about the only thing that I will do, even if I don't have the energy to do anything else. Also, no one told me how fast military guys go. Like, this guy introduced me to his family and friends, like, immediately. Like, that type of fast. And in hindsight, it makes total sense because, I mean, you never know when you're going to be, like, moving around and the whole isolation of being around guys all the time is probably, you know, the perfect recipe to crave feminine attention. But also, tons of kinky dudes. Like, Wow. Time me up? No problem. Risqué sex that artsy boys are shy about? Absolutely. Want to visit France? Call up the boys and we'll make an Eiffel Tower. What a missed opportunity. Of course, my dumbass completely missed all of the obvious signs that this guy had a foot fetish. So he'd be like, I got you a sexy present and it's socks. And I'm like, is there lingerie under the socks? I don't understand. And if he had just asked me like three months later... Turns out I'm pretty decent at foot jobs, so that last cam show I did was wild. I guess the point that I'm trying to get at is that I'm likely a different species, if not solely based on behavioral isolation alone. I am a weird, grungy, masculine stripper, nymphomaniac, who enjoys old lady hobbies. Which has probably led me to my current boyfriend or husband. Whichever... Depends on how good I've been, if you ask him. So, you know, I like Asian guys. So now I'm dating a guy that has, like, basically my entire life worth of experience in martial arts. So, you know, who knows? But as of right now, I am thankful for the opportunity to uh, train my tits off to be the corner for their fight in February. So... I'm going to sneak into the state of California, and we're going to see how that goes. So, happy holidays, you guys. Uh, Merry Yule, delightful Christmas, and, you know, adequate Hanukkah. Hanukkah? Yeah, I think that's the one. Uh, Yeah, so enjoy your holidays, you guys. I will probably see you guys in 2022 yeah i think that's what the schedule says all right that does it for this show wow almost a dozen episodes and i still don't know how to end these let's try that one more time dearest bird flock i once again wanted to thank you for your support i know that you had a choice of colt and i'm happy that you chose mine Don't forget to follow links.birdflock.com for all your notifications. That is l-i-n-k-s dot b-y-r-d-f-l-o-c-k dot com. And leave a review wherever you listen.